listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 12, where we will be discussing chapter 16 of City of Bones, Falling Angels. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. <laughs> was that like extra? Extra? I was, <laughs> I was trying to go for a sultry? Thank you. Yes. So sexy. Thank you. Do it again. I'm Robin. (laughs) There's no way. I sound like a 12-year-old. I'm Kristen. No, I don't have that. I don't think. I don't. I'm Amanda. Ooh. No. Yeah, you do. Kristen's was better. We need Teresa. We work with this lady. She has the sexiest voice. T, if you're there, call in. (laughs) <laughs> call in call in because <laughs> it's live oh right <laughs> whatever what did you do this weekend <laughs> i went to the beach with my husband on saturday we decided to like friday an- night we were like mm, let's go to the beach tomorrow so we did since they take an unexpected journey yes we call it saturday adventures we because we do a lot of stuff on Saturdays because Sundays are days of rest and I don't want to people yeah well yeah football for for Jason and and Amanda non-peopling for Kristen because I (laughs) it's too much I can't people two days in a row it really stresses me out Hmm. I need my downtime I need a day where I just veg sometimes Mm -hmm. yeah but what'd you do at the beach oh (laughs) We went to Marsh's Free Museum in Long Beach, Washington, and we got to visit Jake. Jake! <laughs> not Jake from State Farm. <laughs> not, yeah, not to be confused. Our Jake has an alligator body. He doesn't wear khakis. Okay, let me... She brought us gifts. It's a bumper sticker, I guess. I don't know if I'd put this on my car. I wouldn't put it on my car either. I put it on my computer, which is probably worth more than my car. <laughs> To be fair. <laughs> so, I forgot how, like, not alive he looks. He's mummified. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize that. But just imagine him with, like, some collagen injections. No, don't. Because then he looks less like a demon. That's a good mm, point. That's fair. Super I mean, he creepy. still doesn't look anything like the demon. <laughs> really is described. No, that is but... 100% how I imagined it. Every time I've read it. A hundred percent. It's exactly right. Jake is perfect. He's our mascot. It's because Robin has no imagination. She can only see in her mind's eye what she's already seen before. This is true. Okay. That's it. Because he definitely doesn't have like a bunch of eyes on his bulbous head. Or a sc- or spider tail. legs. Like I'm not a tail. Like doesn't scorpion. Have, like, <laughs> like yeah, a stinger. A stinger. <laughs> anyway, does he even have a human face? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, the no, demon. no, <laughs> not the way she describes it. No, it's it just an alligator like, and I was like, ooh, Jake. But but now that we've established who, what Jake is and who he is, now it's the only thing I see when I hear the word Ravener Demon. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. No, I appreciate it. Obviously. He's our little mascot. It's great. Well, I hope you had a great time. It's pretty we close did. to your house, right? Uh, it's just a couple hours. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not bad. But we got to drive on the beach, which was really fun. And then I thought my husband was going to murder a small child. But he mm. apparently had it under control. <laughs> Good job, Jason. 
<laughs> if you want to see pictures of Jake, you can uh, check us out on IG. We posted a picture of Jakey on our Instagram on March 1st. Yeah, so scroll all the way back and find it. <laughs> You've already seen it. Yeah, because you are totally up in our Instagram business. Big fans. Big fans. Hit us up on IG. Huge. If you DM us, it's Robin that sees it. And then I'll instantly screenshot it because I am awkward in person, over the air, and on um, text. So social media. (laughs) The memes. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I'm just trying to turn into like a 50s dad. Perfect. Good deal. What did you say? She said the meads. Like the social media. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm offended. <laughs> I am. I really liked what you said. Good deal. Good deal. My dad says that. That's where I got. Yeah, that's why. Or like, she said you, can you find the, grab me the deal. <laughs> What's a deal? That's, that's a contract you make with somebody, right? It's like a verbal contract, a deal. <laughs> you want me to grab you the verbal contract? We'll do. <laughs> yeah. Went to the beach, saw Jakey. It was awesome. We were on our way home. We had just left the town. And my husband asked me if if I got all my selfies and did I get my selfie with Jake. And I was like, I didn't get a selfie with him. I just took a picture of him. And my husband's like, what the? You He goes, why didn't we? Why did we go to this beach if you weren't going to get a selfie? Because it's the whole reason we picked Long Beach. And so I could go see Jake and get the stickers for you guys. That was very sweet. He's so thoughtful. He, it's because he's Midwestern. Okay. I, it's the best and worst parts of him. <laughs> like, he's so kind and so considerate and so thoughtful and just, like, genuine and friendly. But he also, like, only eats beige food. And he only, the only spices he likes are salt, pepper, and ketchup. Is ketchup a spice? To him it is. <laughs> That's great. Sorry if there's anyone from the Midwest. Actually, you know what? There isn't because I've been stalking our <laughs> our download map and there isn't anyone from the Midwest. So, neener, neener, poop. I'm watching Robin's face right now. She's horrified. <laughs> so- Stop talking. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> They're very kind people. They're right, just they'll like- forgive me. I'm sorry. They're like Canadians. I felt so bad. Amanda's trash was in Canada. Oh, poor Neil. Go there. Like, dude, I didn't mean it that way. I just literally was like, um, I don't, I don't know. And then after she says, she's like, oh, Niagara Falls is there. Yeah. The snow and the animals. Maple leaves. And Vancouver Island is there. Okay. I British wanna, Columbia is so cool. They I have really want to go camping up in okay i've been camping actually in vancouver when i was a little baby i have pictures they have great like architecture and stuff mm-hmm. it's, it's beautiful and it's like a big like foodie scene all right you know what that's enough talking let's kick things off with robin's recap previously on Downworld or dish the werewolf cavalry arrives just in the nick of time to break up the horde of vampires except they're looking for Clary and don't seem too friendly. Jace, Clary, and Rat Simon manage to escape through a hidden door and make their way up to the rooftop of the hotel. The fire escape is trashed, and the only way down is on a vampire motorcycle. Good thing the rumor mill rang true, and it's able to fly. 
They fly the bike towards the Institute, but don't escape the sunrise, the bike spinning and crashing into a thankfully deserted parking lot. They're from th thrown from the bike, and Simon is human again. Welcome back, Simon. <clears throat> we is really liked Rat Simon. Human. I did like Rat Simon. Same Z's. All right, so <laughs> I guess let's get into it. As if they're role-playing a John Hughes movie, Clary, Jason, Simon roll into the Institute like they're trying to sneak into the house after curfew. Hodge is waiting for them, playing his part of the disappointed dad, arms crossed and spitting mad. After a furious lecture detailing all the ways that Jace had endangered himself and others, broken the law, and just... <laughs> All around foobard everything. <laughs> Hodge sends them on their way to clean up and tend to their various wounds. Once she's showered, Clary heads to the infirmary to check on Simon and Jace and let them know that Hodge will be down to check on them soon. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Hodge fixed Clary's swollen arm, but even after a few hours, even a few hours after they got back, he hasn't come to check on Simon and Jace. Right. I could see letting Jace suffer a bit because, you know, he's being a dick. But Simon... Well, and Hodge was pretty pissed. Right. So, like, he has time to fix Clary's bruises. And then she takes a 20-minute shower and comes back down. And they're still... By fixing. Haven't been seen? That was my question. Go. I think we're on the same page. He's just putting, like, Arazis on her, right? That's how he's fixing her. Right, but it's been hours since they got back. Can't they draw their own? Didn't Alec yeah. draw one on uh -huh. Jace at some point? Right. I'm confused. Okay, same. So I don't know if Hodge told Alec and Isabel, like, don't, don't fix Jace. I'm going to come down to fix him. Or if it needed to be more powerful or what? I mean, like Simon just needed basic first aid and Simon can't get the room. Isn't his, no, no. Right. And okay. his ankle's broken, right? Or something. His foot's broken. Yeah. His foot's broken. Oh, it's actually broken. Huh? Mm -hmm. I Cause it was so, that. okay. Swollen. We get to it yeah. later. Anyway, sorry. That's fine. I wonder if maybe Jace got like a concussion. Maybe. Cause like, can an Arazi fix a brain injury? Uh, and they obviously they weren't wearing well, helmets. It's his shoulder that's dislocated, right? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause he couldn't shrug because his shoulder was dislocated. <laughs> Cause he's a dick. <laughs> I don't know. I I think I think Hodge is punishing him it's, like it's physical punishment. pain. Yeah. But like I still don't understand why he hasn't come down to check on Simon. Like there's a whole human that. He doesn't care about him. He doesn't care. Okay. I have another question, but keep going. Okay. So they aren't alone in the infirmary. Alec is sitting on the windowsill brooding as per usual. And Isabel is fussing over Simon. So Clary goes to talk to Jace. And I'm just going to read this little back and forth they have real quick. <clears throat> Why? Does it hurt? Clary asked. No, I have a high pain threshold. In fact, it's less of a threshold and more of a large and tastefully decorated foyer. But if you do, but I do get easily bored. He squinted at her. Do you remember back in the hotel when you promised that if we lived, you'd get dressed up in a nurse's outfit and give me a sponge bath? Actually, I think you misheard, Clary said. It was Simon who promised you the sponge bath. Jace looked over involuntary at, 
Jace looked involuntarily over at Simon, who smiled at him widely. As soon as I'm back on my feet, handsome. I fucking love Simon. He's the best. <laughs> so, sorry. Yeah. I have oh. another question. Yeah. About this whole, I was going to say sick bay business. I think we envision the same thing. I just want to know. Simon has a. Okay. Read your next sentence so Uh then I can say what I want to say. Yeah, for mine too, so. Clary checks on Simon, who, aside from a broken foot, is free from any serious injury. Okay. Simon's foot is broken. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you think they have, like, Advil or something there? Oh, I'm sure they have some sort of... Because do they need it? Do Shatterhunters need painkillers? Yeah, because Razzis don't fix everything. Because if, it, if it's too bad of a wound, like, it'll only go so... Like, it's not a cure-all flat across across okay. the board or whatever. So I'm sure... And they can't go to... um They can't go to hospitals because of reasons. So they probably have... So they probably have medical supplies there. Right. I got you, boo. Yeah, I guess I didn't realize his foot was broken, so I'm just... I've broken, fractured a bone before. That was painful. He's mm-hmm. got to be in a lot of pain. Unless he's like... <clears throat> they totally have up. morphine. Mm-hmm. Morphine for a child? He's like a grown-ass man. No, he's not. He's a baby. Well, he's 16, so he's probably like this. You mean like weight-wise? No. It's good to go. I mean, he's a baby. Maybe give him Vicodin. You don't need to give him morphine. (laughs) Kristen's like, he's on a drip. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm going to go with my question real quick and stop that. Um, They were clearly at this hotel and writing this thing. Hours have gone by, right? Mm -hmm. Are Alec and Isabel really still up? Did they get woken up somehow? Isn't this place big enough that they wouldn't have heard them come in? I think they got woken up when they came in. Hodge was waiting for them with the two of them behind him. Isabel so was all I, drunk though, right? Well, I mean, I'm sure Isabel probably passed out at some point. But I think Alec and Isabel came home and... Oh, just the two of them. And then after a while, Alec was probably like, where the fuck is Jace? They're supposed to be, like, right behind us. He did say we'll catch up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm sure after a while, he probably told Hodge. He spilled the beans. Yeah. And they're waiting. Because Alec is, he's the responsible one. Mm-hmm. For they lack couldn't of just a better. text him. He's the eldest. Yeah. Despite everything that just happened, Clary still gets salty when Simon mentions Isabel having to cut off his shoe due to the swelling in his foot. What in the actual fuck, Clary? Like, you're jealous that he that she cut off his shoe? Maybe if you didn't take an hour-long shower, you could have done it yourself. I'm just saying. Whatever. I didn't think broken bones swelled much. Just saying. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I just think that's how you know it's broken because it doesn't swell as much. Otherwise, it would be like, I don't know. Sorry. I'm not a doctor. I have no idea. <clears throat> anyway, doesn't matter. I'm sure it's some magic shit. 
But like, okay, like she, why is she so salty? Like, come on. Yeah. Like, I get it, but Jesus, what else? Who's, is she going to be sad about Hodge fixing him up? It's just not necessary. If it's not Hodge like was Hodgina. Just again, all, <laughs> yeah. all this jealousy going around. It's just insane. It's just teen angst and mm-hmm. I'm not here for it. So ignoring the bitchy vibes she's throwing out, Simon lets Clary know that he wants to talk to her. She's like, yeah, yeah, come to my room after Hodge fixes you and we'll talk because <laughs> I'm out. No, read your whole sentence. Oh, <laughs> she agrees and tells him to come to her room after Hodge finds time in his busy ass schedule from being creepy with his bird to come down and actually check on his patients. <laughs> okay. Do you think that Clary thinks he's Hodge is going to fix the broken bone? No. How do they know it's broken? X-ray? I doubt it. I think it's just Isabel saying that it's broken. Got it. It's assumed. Yeah. You think? Well, because Simon can go to the hospital. Right. Yeah, he totally can. Mm-hmm. I think Hodge is just going to come and, like, give him some stuff and maybe put it in a splint or something. A tincture? Mm-hmm. A tincture? Tink- tincture. That. That was tincture. That was the Tizan. Tizan. Thank you. Yep. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Simon is like, yeah, sure, sounds good. Um, and he surprises her and everyone else in the damn room when he leans forward and kisses Clary on the cheek. <laughs> I just—it's like a light butterfly kiss. I think they said. I don't know. It's a little weird. It's. It, Okay, so you know, like, you have, like, milestones with friends, right? So, like, you've got friends that, like, you don't hug. They're not a hugging type. Yeah. Right? And then you've got friends that you hug all the time. And then I think, like, if someone's never kissed you on the cheek before and then they just randomly kiss you on the cheek, I'd be like, what the fuck, bro? I mean, he did just have what I think I would call a near-death experience. I know, but it's weird. It's still very... I didn't it, uh, I didn't like it. He's he's shooting his shot. He he <laughs> is realizing what's important in life. Oh, he had a near-death experience, mm-hmm. and he's like, I love you. Gotta get me some clarity. Oh, my life. <laughs> that was beautiful. <clears throat> So Clary is blushing when she pulls away and she tries to reason her reaction away by telling herself that it's because everyone's staring at them, obviously, was why she's, and she's embarrassed. That's why she's blushing. I'm rolling my eyes over here. But when she leaves the infirmary, she touches her cheek, a telltale sign that she was totally into it. Make up your mind, girl. She liked it. It's like when she touched her hair, when Jace told her it was pretty. She was like, oh. This old thing? Yeah. <laughs> this little mop of hair. I just don't like her conclusion, conclusion she draws. Because it's like she says, like, oh, he must have done that to make Isabel jealous. Oh, that's right. Boys are silly. Do you think everyone actually was looking, watching? I oh, absolutely. I guess there's only a few of them. Mm-hmm. I imagine Jace and Simon to be, like, across from each other. Okay. They're in the infirmary, right? Yeah. I imagine them sitting on beds. Like, next to each other? Next to each other. Alec is on the windowsill and 
Isabel, the way when I read it, she's tending, she's like fawning over both of them. Okay, so that makes way more sense than in my head. I just like, like, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so, you know, the infirmary in at Hogwarts. Uh huh. Okay. So, you know how it's going. I see why she apologized now. I'm surprised you didn't do that when I said sick bay. <laughs> oh, sounds like an army thing. <laughs> so you know how they have beds on both ends of the wall that I imagine them like across from each other, like facing each other, um, like, oh, you I know. I don't think so. I think that they're next to each other. And there's like a nightstand in between the two it of them. would 100% make more sense than my thing. Yeah. The way I thought it was Isabel was like Alex back brooding, as you said, mm-hmm. on course. the windowsill. But Isabel's, like, fawning between the two of them. I can't remember, and they may have said it when they first, when Clary was first there. How many beds are there? How many do you picture, I guess, if we don't know? A lot. Like, like I picture a long, like, a big, long room uh-huh. with, like, just beds. So, like, maybe, like, 20 beds or something That's like what I, that. Yes, 20 was what was in my mind, too. Okay. I'm imagining this episode of Doctor Who. Are you my mummy? That sounds creepy. I know you've seen it. Which one is the it? The one that has the gas mask. Oh! Ugh. Are you my mommy? Yeah, no, thanks. Sound, is it creepy? It sounds creepy. Yeah. It, yeah, it's creepy. It's this um, ship. That, never mind. No. Not important. It's not, not important. <laughs> okay, so my question was, like, do you think he did it for the rest of the group as much as he did it for himself? Because <sighs> I feel like he did that to, like... As you Mark said, his t- he's peeing on her. Is he that confident that he would do that in front of Jace? I think in this moment, he's like, I, I got to shoot my shot. I got to do what I got to do. And she loves me. And she saved me. She saved me. And this is as good of a shot as I'm going to get. I think maybe he's like running off of her reaction. Right. From when he turned back. From Rat Simon. Gave her the platonic back rub. (laughs) But he doesn't know that. (laughs) He's got no game. He just kissed her on the cheek. He has no game. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Anyways. Okay, so Clary bounces because I don't understand. She's there for like three seconds. You wouldn't stay? I would. Everybody else is in the infirmary. I just like pull up a bed and be like. I guess I'm just chilling here until y'all are cool. Mm-hmm. I I agree. I would do the same thing. She's, she's like, I gotta go. I got more important shit to do. I, I gotta repack my backpack. <laughs> she can't because there's a hole in it. <laughs> Fuck. I'd have FOMO. That's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. FOMO right. would definitely be real for me and I would not leave. It's dumb. Mm-hmm. So she's leaving. Alex stops her in on her way back to her room, announcing that they need to talk. He needs to talk to her. <laughs> Cue the boxing bell. Ding, ding. Because shit's about to go down. <laughs> Alec, with all the social grace of Sheldon Cooper, tells Clary she should go home. Like, you need to go. It's time for you to Kick go. Kick rock. I was super <laughs> offended, by the way, when I read that. Jeez Louise. <laughs> He's like, you got it's. It's time. It's time for you to leave. I've decided. When Clary reminds him of the demon hordes and forsaken that were squatting at her place last time she was there, he basically has a temper tantrum and is all, don't you have family or anywhere you can go other than here? 
It's strange to just now be asking that question. It's a cross between like <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite and a Muppet. <laughs> it was my stupid teenage boy voice. Yeah. I think you nailed it. I think I did too. <laughs> mm. And she's got one, so. <laughs> yep. Alec blames Alec blames Clary for putting Jace in danger. Can you say projecting much? He's convinced that Jace is behaving even more recklessly because of Clary. She argues that Jace is Nephilim, and it's literally his job to put himself in danger, which, facts. Yep. All right, so Alec is just pissy because Jace left him behind this time. And, I mean, I get his point. Clary is, I mean, she is kind of dead weight. She's a little insufferable. Insufferable? Insufferable. Sometimes. She's not capable of defending herself like the rest of them are, let alone having Jace's back when he needs it. So, like, I get Alec's frustration. Mm-hmm. Um, Jace just going off with Clary is much more da- dangerous than if he just were to go off by himself, right? Because he has to, like, watch for her, and she can't watch his back. So there's no, like, mutual... That's fair. So, I mean, like, I know Alec definitely has his own agenda here, and he soups jelly of Clary. But, like, do you think he has a point? I do. So, I'm torn. I don't agree with Alex's flip out, which I don't think you've gotten to, like, how crazy mm-hmm. it gets. But he flips out. And, and we'll definitely discuss right. that then. Yeah. Um, but I do think that it's weird that he didn't, like, Jace, he, Jace didn't call Alec for backup. Obviously, mm-hmm. he has his cell phone. Mm-hmm. So he was able to call him to come to the diner. Mm-hmm. And they were finding the hotel for, like, it's seriously hard to find. It was, like, over an hour. That's right. He had plenty of time to get back there. Right. It was just, it was weird. Um, And obviously, Isabel was out of commission because right. she was drunk. But he could have called Alec to come back and help. Right. But, like, yeah, like, Alec could have dropped him off and met them somewhere. Dropped. He didn't even tell him the plan. And it seems, obviously, we don't know their friendship or interaction or mm-hmm. anything before because mm-hmm. we're... In Clary's point of view. Mm-hmm. But it seems like this is the only time. And it's one of those things where it's like, you were saying you forgot Simon was even there. Excuse me. Bless you. Thank you. You know, when they were on the motor, like, oh, crap, I even just forgot Simon was there. Mm-hmm. I think Jace forgot about Alec. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think, think he was on his mind. So I can, if I was Alec, I would be hurt as well. Mm-hmm. But you made up a good point. What did I say? You were like, it's basically Alec is mad at Clary when he should be mad at Jace. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. She was saying it's like being mad at, like, if your husband cheated on you, you're mad at the woman he slept with instead of at your husband. Right. Which, you know, he's projecting his anger towards Clary when he should be mad at Jace. Because Mm -hmm. he's jealous of Clary. Yeah. So, I I mean, (coughs) you're right. He has a point because... He's having, uh, Jace is having to protect her mm-hmm. as well. So it is more dangerous. But Clary, because she's a child, stomps her foot, tells Alec, I'm Nephilim too. I mean, I don't think she stops her foot, but. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's 
squinty eyes. Are you though? I mean, like by blood, sure, but like you can't compare. Like you can't act like you're equal to them. You don't have any fucking training. They, years of training, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. You got lucky with one dagger and one demon, and now you're a fucking expert. That's more than Alec, though. Oh. Bam. Ouch. Bam. Ouch. Burn. Sorry. I feel like you're going to be eating your words in a couple of <laughs> chapters. Alec's not having any of it reminding her that she was raised a mundane. Uh, She doesn't understand their world at all. The stakes are much higher than Clary could ever know. Jace's behavior, breaking the oath to the clave, as well as the law, could result in him losing everything, including what family he has left, which the Lightwoods. When they talk about breaking the law, are they referring to entering the building? (laughs) Did I (laughs) your voice? Breaking the law. Breaking the law. (laughs) You're welcome. Is it just from going into the hotel? Is that what they mean? I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. So so entering the vampire's lair was breaking the covenant, Mm -hmm. breaking the law. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) So, yeah. So that, I mean, they broke the accords by going into the vampire's territory. So, whoopsies. (laughs) My bad. I'm, I'm pretty sure what Alec is talking about is that, like, if the clay found out, he could be exiled and then be like basically stripped of being a shadow hunter and just like forced to be a mundane and not talk to anybody ever again. <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Trying to like human. <laughs> uh, don't take Broadway. He's going to be an Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> a little before his time. Oh yeah. Taxi, I guess. I just don't, um, Alec is obviously kind of rapid fire uh-huh. and this and this and this. And like I said, I'm on the fence because mm-hmm. I don't know if that's necessarily fair to put that on Clary either. She's not familiar with the covenant or their laws. No. Or, you know, because maybe. But I think that's his point is she's trying to fight back and be like, I'm just like one of you. And he's like, no, bitch, you're not. And here are the reasons why. Like, because you really have no idea the risk that you're taking because none of this means anything to you. You're playing a game. Right. You know, because you don't understand that you don't understand. Like, you don't get the rules. And so you're just, you think that you can do whatever the fuck you want. And guess what? There's real consequences for those of us who live in this world. Right. Eventually they they may find her mom and she may just go back to her normal life, which I'm assuming is what Alec is hoping for. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Could you imagine if Alec explained it the way that Kristen just did? (laughs) She'd be like, I got your point. I see. I see you. Thank you. But would she? No. No. She's a baby. No. She'd probably slap me because she's prone to violence. (laughs) And then I would eat her. I was going to say, so are you. Yeah, but I'm a lot bigger than she is. <laughs> this hits Clary hard, but instead of taking a beat to process what Alec is actually saying to her and, you know, take responsibility for her own actions or, like, whatever, she lashes out with a cheap shot aimed for maximum damage points. Mm. So I'm going to read their exchange because I am not going to try and paraphrase this. <laughs> You should talk about selfish, she hissed, so viciously that he took a step back. 
You couldn't care less about anyone in this world except for yourself, Alec Lightwood. No, no wonder you've never killed a single demon because you're too afraid. I don't know what one has to do with the other, but okay, Clary. Alec looks stunned. Who told you that? Jace. That was Clary. Sorry, that didn't sound like Clary. <laughs> Jace. <laughs> that was Jake's voice. <laughs> it was Jace. <laughs> To eat. (laughs) (coughs) Suck the marrow. (laughs) But it is not allowed. Mm. Oh, fuck. Fuck, I have to pee. (laughs) No. I'm I'm almost done with this section. Yeah. Jace. He looked as if he... He looked as if she'd slapped him. He wouldn't. He wouldn't say that. He did. She could see how she was hurting him, and it made her glad. Someone else ought to be in pain for a change. You can rant all you want about honor and honesty and how mundanes don't have any of either, but if you were honest, you'd admit this tantrum is just because you... Sorry. Is is just because you're in love with him. It doesn't have anything to do with... Alec moved blindingly fast. A sharp crack resounded through her head. He had shoved her against the wall so hard that the back of her skull had struck the wood paneling. His face was inches from her, eyes huge and black. Don't you ever, he whispered, mouth a blanched line, ever say anything like that to him or I'll kill you. I swear on the angel, I'll kill you. Before Clary has a chance to respond, Alec releases her and scurries away. Damn. Damn. I forgot how intense that was and what exactly she said. So you were reading and I'm like, oh, I'm sure you could hear me a little bit. Sorry. I'm like, I forgot. Oh, my gosh. My acting skills are just like so. You are super there. good. I just. Uh. How do you feel about this exchange? I mean, this is a very polarizing exchange. I get it. Like, I get his anger. He's white hot. Barely 18. He has been hiding this secret. She just called his ass out on, and he's terrified of his family finding out that he's gay and it's going to implode his life. Like in his head, he's like, it's the end of the fucking world. Mm -hmm. We were discussing in the car earlier Mm -hmm. today. Do you think that Alec, sorry, caught me off guard. Do you think that Alec has confided in Isabel? I don't think so. Or you think Isabel just knows? I think Isabel knows and maybe they've said things around each other. Like, I think he knows she knows, but they don't talk about it. You know what I mean? Like when she's like, I thought you guys could hit it off. I think he knew what she was trying to say. Uh Uh-huh. But they're not actually, she's not just being direct with him. Yeah. I don't think they sit down and have like a powwow about it. I I don't think that they're like the talking. I don't think Alec would be comfortable to have that conversation for fear that anyone could hear them. So this could be the first time he's ever hearing it out loud. Right. I think so. I mean, I think that's why his reaction is so strong and he's just so immediate. Like, shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't know what you could do to me. Like, Mm -hmm. and I think he really does not. He's very freaked out about her having that power because he is a little vindictive and a little, I mean, he's, and he's kind of like trying to find a way to get rid of this chick. And if 
you're behaving that way and then you find out that that person has something on you like instant fear mm-hmm. I don't know I <clears throat> excuse me I got the feeling that Isabel, that they had talked about it just in my, just because of the way Isabel had reacted when Clary said something, like she knew for like, how did you find out basically? Mm -hmm. And to me, it's like, yeah, you know, we don't really talk about it. Just please don't, you know, we don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe she's just defending her brother. I I don't know. I just feel like she, there's no question in Isabel's mind that that's what it is. And I think that unless you know positively, you've seen it or you've talked about it, how would you really know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's an interesting... Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Although, kind of going back to this, it um, it makes me sad for Alec that Clary was happy, basically, that she could tell she was hurting him by saying mm-hmm. these things. But at the same time, I don't blame her because he was being so mean to her. Yes. But I also get where he's coming from. I, I mean, like, I think he was being mean to her, but not mean enough to warrant what she just did. Because he wasn't trying to hurt her. He just was like, you don't get it and you need to go away. Like, he was calling her out on the carpet. And yes, he's bitchy and he doesn't like her, but he wasn't hurting her on purpose to hurt her. He was being honest and she was literally seeking out any way to hurt him mm-hmm. she was being whatever mm-hmm. mean yeah he wasn't doing it with malice she was doing it with malice it's just a very cheap shot from her yeah it's very yeah. low mm-hmm. yeah yeah <clears throat> it's it's definitely I for Alex I mean I can't. I've never, I haven't gone through that personally. But I would hope that he did tell Isabel and he has someone he can confide in and talk to and, you know. How fucked up is Clary that she can't even keep this secret for 24 hours? I know. That's, ooh, that's a good point. Because it's, it's true. Like, you can't, like, keep your fucking mouth shut. Like, dear God. I don't know. I don't care how mad I am that I don't, I wouldn't go there. It's just not, it's not, it's never worth it. I could see the demon thing. Mm-hmm. Like, even, mm-hmm. oh, is that why you've never killed? But that was, no. It, that was shitty. That was a, that was, a, I'm just trying to make you feel bad about yourself. I'm being a bully. I may have thought what she's saying. I would never have said it. No certainly not like that no like if i thought like he was just being unfair to me because he was you know pissy and jealous about jace then i might have been like are you sure that's why like but he wasn't he was telling the truth like he wasn't making up stories and like trying to like grasp at straws he made all very legitimate points and she's a baby she's a child basically and just doesn't she doesn't see the real in that the dialogue for me starts as Alec is, it's weird that he chases her out mm-hmm. like of the room, but I get it. But he's very desperate. Mm-hmm. Isn't there someone else you could go? Don't you have family? Don't you? And he, it's, it's described as he's like desperately. And then he kind of gives up hope. And um, Clary is really coming back at him 
at 100%. Yeah. Like, angry, angry. So then I think he's matching tones with her. Yeah. But I think it, the beginning, it's trying to be a conversation. Yeah. And then it turns, Clary turns it into a fight. Right. He He's trying to be like, look, I think it's time that you need to go. I mean, it's rude. It's it is totally a- rude. <laughs> and he should expect the reaction that he gets. Yeah. He's been listening to her story. He knows she doesn't have anywhere to go. No. Although she could go to Simon's. Mm-hmm. But she is could. she just going to forget about her mom? Like, no. the reason she's there has not been solved. No. Yeah. And I don't think, I mean, I think Alec realizes that regardless, she's going to be around until they figure out the mom thing. But does she have to live here? Like, does she have to be here all the time and give more opportunity for Jace to act like a fool? I think that that's kind of like his stance on that. I, I, I get it. I think it's weird that she's living there, too. I've said that before. Yeah. Why is she not staying at Simon's? But I think even if she was staying at Simon's, this interaction would have happened anyway. They yeah. went to Magnus's party to find out about her yeah. memories. So, yeah. Yeah. I think, <laughs> poor Alec. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, like, he snapped. Like, he legit took it an- to the next level. Mm-hmm. That's I. That's what I said. I'm kind of on, like, I don't agree with, okay, <clears throat> I can't make a decision that, to kill my life. If you say there's bad people on both sides, I'm going to shoot no. you. <laughs> I just can't make a decision to save my life on anything. This yeah. is my Hufflepuff is showing here. Okay. No. <laughs> I don't want anybody to be upset. So I'm just kind of trying to. Him slamming her head against the wall mm-hmm. to me is like, no, dude. He didn't slam her head against the wall. He pushed her and her head hit the mm-hmm. wood paneling. But. It's beadboard. It's fine. It's not gonna hurt. I d- the force behind it, imagine, obviously. Okay, I imagine yeah. it was a concrete wall, like a hospital almost. It said wood paneling. I did it. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. But I, no, he he definitely did not need to take it that far. But like, I feel he like acted. He was just like, I feel like if I was in Alex's shoes, I would have. Yeah, I w- I know I would have. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I would have done. Mm-hmm. I probably would have choked her though. <laughs> Yeah, because violence is your love language. Although, so, yeah, com- yeah. Oh, you're, sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> I feel like I start everything with so, so I was going not to, but so. Just kidding. Although completely exhausted, Clary decides to draw rather than sleep. She she drew parts of the vampire hotel, a sketch of Jace on the roof with wings, and tried to draw her mother. She realized after. She realized after seeing the gray book, she was able to picture her mother and actually see her scars. It's crazy. It's really opening her mind mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simon her third eye is yeah. wide open. <laughs> Isn't that a vagina? No, it's definitely not. What you... Maybe I'm thinking of butthole? <laughs> like a brown eye? <laughs> Sorry. Your third eye is like your inner eye, like your spirituality. Like Oh, your... that's beautiful. I can't. I can't. Simon came into her room. Clary moved over and made room for him on the bed. He had found his glasses in his pocket. 
and he was pretty stoked, making a joke about the durability and sending lens crafters basically a Yelp review. (laughs) (laughs) He actually says he'd write them a letter, which is so funny. 2006, he could write them an email, at least. Come on. (laughs) He tells Clary that Hodge was able to help him heal. That's a weird way of saying that, Amanda. He's still <laughs> like spiritually heal almost, not yeah, like physically. Yeah. His heart. He cleansed his aura. <laughs> he still feels like shit, but nothing is broken anymore. Okay. So he was able to repair his broken foot. I wonder if he said it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember that when I fractured my hand, it was the worst part. Mm-hmm. Was setting it. I almost passed out. Because it was painful. Or it was mm-hmm. just gross. It was painful. Okay. It was very painful. They had to put me in a wheelchair. And put cloth over my face and stuff. Because I'd been sitting with it for hours. Broken. They made me wait in the, wait- in the waiting room for like four hours. Anyway. Bastards. Yeah. Kaiser. No, I really like Kaiser. Simon starts to pour his heart out about Clary coming back for him. It's like, I'm just going to dive right in here. <laughs> she explains that he would do it for her, so there was no question that she would do it. He tells her that he's always thought their relationship was more one-sided. That he needed her more than she needed him. She tried to tell him that that's not true, but we all know he's right. He tells her that he she's only ever needed her pencils. It's weird. Often it's such a weird thing to say. Yeah, you've only ever needed your pencils. Oftentimes, he has to repeat himself many times to get her attention. Sounds like my husband. <laughs> Probably most husbands. Honestly. I was so sad about, like, when he was saying this to her and, like, explaining, like, why he thought that, like, she really just didn't really care about him. Oh, it broke my fucking heart. Do you think she stopped drawing when he came in? Or do you think she's still kind of, like, do-do-do? I think she just moved over. Yeah. And kept drawing. I think she did, too. She's probably only half listening to him as it is. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, that makes me want to cry. Like, I don't. I don't understand how you could do that to a friend. Like, like how you could treat a friend like that. And, like, how you'd want to stay friends with someone who doesn't, like, even engage with you. Like, when he's in love with her, too. How right. do you love someone? I guess I said that's my husband. <laughs> <laughs> I do and love him. That's different. But... I mean, when you are when you live with someone and yeah. you're married, like, yeah, you turn tune out their voice sometimes. <laughs> Selective hearing, right? Right. It sounds like she does it to him all the time. And it's just sad because she is also his only friend. So it's like, I understand, I think, what they're kind of, what's kind of going on here is I think he's trying to infer that Maybe she constantly had like Shadowhunter somehow in the background. Mm. Um, because she's always been preoccupied. Yeah, there's always, because obviously her mem, you know, it's in there because they're starting to come back at least a little. She can see her mom's scars now that she saw the gray book. But I, I don't know. Um, I agree with you. She's, he's her only friend. Why would she, what is she doing that's so important that she's ignoring him? Right. Weird. Like it's not. Oh, I'm just an artist, and I get lost in my work. And da, da, da. I'm like, you're 16. You're not even a good artist, by her own admission. <laughs> I think she is a good artist, but she's yeah. her own critic. Okay, that's fair. I um, like we were talking about in a previous episode. Basically, Simon's the beta friend, mm-hmm. obviously, because mm-hmm. I think they're always not always, but in most cases, there's like an alpha and kind of a a beta sort of. And I think it, it can fluctuate uh-huh. throughout the course of a friendship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
depending on what stage you are in your life mm-hmm. yep. or the situation you're in who's got their shit together more right it's me no i'm just kidding huh <laughs> i was explaining it's not me <laughs> to my nine-year-old basically like about our friendship mm-hmm. you know yeah <clears throat> sorry getting all choked up i'm not i, I was gonna off. say are you gonna start crying no, fuck? no pussy <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna explain how much she loves you right here so i'm not up. i'm done no you have to oh, tell the story no, it's very nice oh just that um i told we've been friends she's in third grade so uh-huh. very close to her age now yeah she was just having trouble with a friend mm-hmm. and um the friend didn't do what she's like we're not friends anymore so i I know so i told him like it is very normal to be frustrated with people or upset or whatever i'm like but you know auntie because obviously we call you auntie you know like we've been friends since about like we were your age and you know through that we've like we got like we joked about in the podcast we actually got like in a physical fight before (laughs) it's like we've been mad at each other or irritated um you know, you moved to Alabama and you lived in Texas and, um, fuck yeah. Uh, you oh moved, my God. I totally forgot like all about uh-huh. that. You know, you moved around a lot mm-hmm. and, um, we've just been friends ever since. And sometimes we'd go a year without talking and mm-hmm. sometimes it would be, you know, every day or whatever. But, you know, never once in that time did I ever tell her she wasn't my friend. Like, right. You know, or I wasn't there for her, you know, so it just it reminds me of kind of like they have the same kind of setup. Where it's like they've been friends forever, but they don't have that same bond. Yeah. yeah. It seems like Simon does. Uh-huh. But she doesn't. She's not reciprocating. Yeah. Right. Or at least not showing him. Right. I, I don't I don't know. I, I feel like, do you think that she's realizing what a shitty friend she was yeah. right now? I think that <laughs> she's husband. kind of being defensive. Uh-huh. No, I, no. Say true. Yeah, because Clary reassures Simon by telling him she's only ever loved three people going on that my mom, Luke, and you. I've I've lost all of them except you. Don't ever imagine you're not important to me. Don't ever think it. I think it's half and half. Yeah. <laughs> I think that she she does really love Simon and she does really care for him and she just doesn't show it the same way he does. But I also think she takes him for granted. Mm-hmm. And so when he was gone, she was like, oh, fuck. I lost my last toy. <laughs> I gotta go get it. That's my question. Yeah. Do, do you think she really means that? Or does she just feel alone? So she's like grasping it. I love you so much. I, I think she, underneath it all, she really does feel it. But she takes him for granted. And now she's realizing that she was taking him for granted. And so she's trying to like overcompensate. You know what I mean? Like when you're like, oh, fuck. I think that um, through. <laughs> there was nothing else to that. Just when you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I think you're like Kristen was saying, your your friendship up and down and who's got mm-hmm. their crap together yeah. or whatever. I think it's important to be able to. Okay. You, to me, you have like a. I only have two friends and <laughs> a handful of friends. Hi. <laughs> I have Hi. two friends. <laughs> but. You know, a handful of people I would say, like, consider friends. And mm-hmm. then I have, you know, acquaintances or mm-hmm. co-workers or whatever. But to me, a friend is being able to... It's very hard to tell somebody, like, I need help. Mm-hmm. Help me or, like, reach out. Yeah. Right. Um, because it makes you very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, it's also very difficult to be, like, you need help. 
Uh huh. I'm going, you know, there's something wrong. You need help. Blah, blah, blah. And I don't think they're there yet. Do you think teenagers are in general? Or do you think that you mean Uh, their friendship isn't? I mean, Robin and I in high school, like, because we weren't, we didn't really hang out all that much in high school. I mean, outside of school sometimes, but like we never hung out in school Really, Weird. really pretty much all of... We didn't eat lunch together. No. Out. Not like, even in 7th or 8th grade. No, middle school or high school. But we were still best fucking friends. Yeah. Like, like that never changed. We just didn't... We, we didn't hang out with the same cliques of people. I was a bad kid. Robin was an overachiever. So, yeah. like... <laughs> she's actually told me a story where she made up her mind one year. She wasn't going to answer... Raise her hand anymore. She was going to be a different person. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's annoying. Sorry, people didn't do mean that. To tell your business. Like, <laughs> your business. <laughs> God damn it. But like in high, yeah, in high school, we didn't really like hang out. At we weren't school friends, really. Like I mean, if we saw each other, we'd be like, "Hey, what's up?" You know, like whatever. But whatever. But we weren't. Um, we didn't hang out with each other all all the time. And you and Elise were super super tight at that time. But like, I never felt like. I was yeah no I I never felt like like I'm like Elise gets to hang out no I like I had my other friends and you had your other friends but like we were still like we knew like the, we knew too much about each other like you, you can't ever go away you know too much <laughs> I got dirt on you no I'm just kidding but I always knew I could come to Robin and be like shit's real bad right now I need help or or whatever like she was always my ride or die okay so you think it's their friendship that's not there then I, yeah i think so okay mm-hmm. I, I don't think i think it's, it's there for no because simon can't even tell her how he really feels Mm-mm. yeah but Plus, he's in love with her how i think that there that? is a line that is drawn when you he made a decision where he's like okay mm-hmm. clary's not just my friend i'm in love with her and it just you can't Robin, there's something I have to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think like you've said before, you married your best friend. I did. Mm-hmm. I really did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I love that, you know, my husband's one of the only people I've ever like had date or whatever that makes me laugh and I can laugh with him and we have mm-hmm. jokes and stuff. And it's very important to me. Mm-hmm. You're so, making me emotional. Why? <laughs> Just thinking how much you love Andy? Yeah, just in general. I do that too with Jason. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, God, I love you so yeah. much. Right. And so I'm not talking about that you can't be married to your friend or boys mm-hmm. and girls can't. But I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that if you have not crossed that that line into romantic, generally by the time, especially they're, they're teenagers. Mm-hmm. So you're right. He drew that line in the sand. And now he can't get any more vulnerable with her than that because reveal his feelings exactly mm-hmm. he's got to be on guard right because he's waiting for the right time to confess his love or mm-hmm. reveal his love or do whatever he's, he's waiting to see if she's gonna say yes because if, she, if she's gonna say no he's just gonna leave things the way they well are. and besides who knows how their friendship was when they were younger okay right because it's like it says you know they slept over at each other's houses yeah. or blah 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 there might have been a moment where things changed yeah, we don't know if they had one of those, like, oh, shit, she's got boobs moment. Yeah, it is interesting, I think, that when you are friends with someone. Because I, when I was younger, I had a lot of friends, like male friends. 
and I have tons of friends. I think that we kind of talked about this before. Yeah. There's friends that I, obviously, because I still consider them friends, never even thought about them in that way. So it's interesting at what point, yeah, did he change his mind? Right. When was, you're friends for there, that long. Was there a day at the community pool in seventh grade that he was like, oh, shit? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, that and um, I think it, yeah, I think it would... Um, if they were platonically friends, mm-hmm. I think he would be more apt to be like, snap out of it, Frey. Mm-hmm. You're not listening to me. Yeah. He gives her more room because he is uh-huh. in love with her. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. Also, I think it's really important. I don't know why, but I feel the need to say this. And we've discussed this before. Best friend is a level achieved. It is not a single person. Mm-hmm. That's one of those ah. things that like it it's you you level up to best friend material that's really cool because you can't like my husband is my best friend yeah like we have way Mm -hmm. you know but also like right Mm -hmm. i know that i can come to both of you and say whatever the fuck comes to my mind and you're not gonna judge me yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. that's like that's that level Mm -hmm. yeah i'm that way with my sister-in-law we could go like you said we could go a month without talking, which I don't think we ever have, but we could and mm-hmm. just pick literally right back up where we were. Yeah. Biffle status. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I like that. That is super cool. I am going to use that yeah. with my children. <laughs> it's true. I hate, I hated that. Like you could only have one or we had a friend in high school who behaved in such a way and got very, very jealous and it really bothered me. I'm like, dude, like, you don't own me. Right. Mm-hmm. You're not, like. I'm not a piece of meat. Right. I'm not Clary's face after the motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> Raw meat. Sorry. Yeah. So. Wow, that was a really, like, deep <laughs> sidebar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, super it was deep. beautiful. So, okay. Anyway, back to the foot. I have to know. I guess there's no way to know. This was a little bit back. Oh, if his foot is broken or not. I still just want to know. Is he sitting here chatting with her, basically like pouring his heart out, professing his love, and he's still got a broken foot? He's on morphine. No, he's not. He's 15, (laughs) 16. How irresponsible is Hodge giving him morphine? I got morphine when I was... Okay, well, fair. (laughs) that's a fair that's fair anyway that's super fair okay i think his foot is set yeah hodge gave him skelligrow it's fine (laughs) does that constitute the button (laughs) that's not the right context but it was good it grows bones back so if his bones were missing i figured all I Wait, could think of. Why would your bone be missing? <laughs> because because Lockhart's a douche. <laughs> you have a shitty new defense against the dark arts professor. I'm pretty sure that Harry's family made Skelligrow, by the way. Really? Uh huh. It was one of the Potters. Is yeah. that one of the reasons why they have so much money? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like they, they were post its. Yeah, because fucking James was a fucking fuck boy. Huh? Nothing. <laughs> fuck boy. How did they come in a fuck Because he was a he was a trust fund baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it's family money. But they anyway, 
Okay. <laughs> anyway. I'm leaving that shit in. I am leaving that shit in. That was beautiful. I do think it's weird to say broken and he's not on like crutches or anything. Yeah. Is he just he's walking on it? He's only has one shoe, right? We know that. Yes. Because it got cut off, right? Cut it out <laughs> of my shoe. And probably his sock. <laughs> yes, probably his sock. <laughs> okay, mom. Anyway, I just bought those. <laughs> He's like, you just got them for Hanukkah. They're Hanes. <laughs> anyway. Clary and Simon laid on the bed together, her legs over his looking up at the ceiling and talking. Clary noticed notes. We don't noticing or revealing anything. <laughs> Clary notes that Jace smells like soap and limes. The lemons and the limes. The limes and the lemons. Just so you know, the joke on that is Kristen is an author, as you know. She was trying to describe a kind of like a fight scene. A revenge it, scene. It was a torture scene uh-huh. in my very first book. Oh, that's right. And the first, to, and I was editing it for her, and she was describing, and she kept saying, and she grabbed the limes as well as the lemons, and the lemons as well as the limes. <laughs> it was too much. It was too much. It was very fun, and I got to act it out as she wrote it, and it was great. Anyway, Jay smells like soap and limes, which to me smells like Bath and Body Works. Uh-huh. It's like coconut lime verbena. Yes. Yeah. It's the best smell on earth. Okay. Finish this because I have a question. Okay. Simon smelled like someone who'd been rolling around the parking lot of a supermarket. But she didn't mind. So do you think that this part is before she's like, I love you. Don't ever think that. Or she was like, I love you. Don't ever think it. I wonder. I think I think Jay smells like limes. I I think she's telling him she loves him because that's her knee-jerk reaction. But as they're kind of like sitting in it, she's like, he smells funny. But you know what? I don't really care. Because. Okay. Y- you know what I mean? Like, if Robin smelled funny, we wouldn't care, would we? No. We'd be like, oh, she smells funny. But, you know, she's having a bad day. <laughs> I would tell you. Thank she, you. She forgot to put deodorant on. Thank you. Thanks for making me the example, by the way. It's like when you turn in a bad piece of work. This is what you don't do. That happened to me and Elise once. And we made a book on nights because it was this. We were in English anyway. We both we got a bad grade on it. Why? Because it was so. I'm still bitter. Obviously, it was seventh grade English. Nobody cares. I know this story. I know this story. That's how bitter she is. I know. I don't Basically, know Basically. We, there was people. There were people in our class that paid money to get it like professionally bound and stuff. These books, okay. And we didn't do that. We, my brother, helped us do handmade drawings and stuff. Like we really, so it just didn't look as professional as these kids that paid money. It was a liger. <laughs> Will's a good artist. Anyway, it just had to be like that. Was very nice of your brother. It had to be like a pop up book. So like we, okay. you know, you know where you accordion fold the paper yeah. so it pops out and stuff. We did that. People actually bought kits and like got it sent to a professional, mm-hmm. and we didn't do that because we didn't school? have the money and well, it was just school. What do you need to do yeah, that for? Everybody else did. So guys, they got the memo. We did not. Um. So we didn't get a good grade on it. Why? 
just because it didn't look as nice. You put that's not why you didn't get a good grade on it. They can't grade you on. It was like on appearance or whatever. Anyway, let me be clear. It was a B instead of an A. Like okay, yeah. Really, all these years? Yes. Oh, I feel so stupid for falling into your trap. No, but listen. <laughs> you just inadvertently made a Harry Potter joke. No. Oh my god. Okay. I'm so mad at you right now. I... Listen, this is not the end of the story, okay? That's okay. why she never told me. <laughs> at the end of everything, the teacher asked if she could keep it. <laughs> do you mind if I keep this? And I'm like, so you can show it as a, like the what not to do example? There's no other reason why you want this. Do you mind if I, like, hold on to this? Sure. We use us as a bad example. Did, Did she, she tell it? you that? No, she was just like, no, I just want to keep it. Well, maybe there was something about it that she really liked. You did get a fucking B. It's I don't not- think so. She really liked Will's drawings. Good yeah. job, Will. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it was like she wanted it for the af- the before picture. Oh. <laughs> like, here, make sure your parents spend the money. Listen, if your parents can't spend the money, let me know. and We'll get money from the budget to send you to office Just to make Depot. sure you don't turn in this. <laughs> I forgot why I brought that up. I feel like you just have some, like, deep-seated, she got a B. unresolved issues. Maybe it was like a C. It was not... Oh, boy. Expected. Because she expected an A. Because she did the jo- the work. I did the work. She wasn't expecting to be to be uh, judged on her artistic abilities. Yeah. Why are you stroking your mic like that? With her mouth open, she's like, oh. I remember now why I said it. Because you guys were using me as a bad example. <laughs> like you smell bad. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Full circle. So... Here's the thing. I can understand all these things that they're doing are very. So I didn't put it in. So, so, so I didn't put it in the notes because I didn't want to get paraphrasy. But they're doing this laying on the bed talking because it's like an old habit from when Clary had those like glow in the dark stars on her ceiling. Mm -hmm. So in my mind. We're getting the sense that the author's basically trying to tell us, like, this old habits, like, it's still platonic. Okay. Them laying there is still very platonic because it's, they've done it forever. It's, like, back when we were children. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, she's, she's over here kind of, like, like, he poured his heart out, but not, he didn't say the words mm-hmm. and so she thinks like yeah i love you too man like okay. i mean she, i don't think she thinks that i think she knows, she knows. but she's pretending pretending mm-hmm. and lying to herself exactly that's what i would do mm-hmm. pretend that i didn't know mm-hmm. if i didn't feel the same way mm-hmm. right simon tells clary that right before he was turned into rat simon he'd been Telling dad jokes to Isabel about vampires, and she didn't laugh, <laughs> which is like heartbreaking. Yeah, it is heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Simon kind of musters up the courage, and I think it's very strategically placed. Are Simon or Isabel and Jay sleeping together? Mm-hmm. 
This is very strategic because I think he wants Clary to think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Simon is no fool. Fool. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Clary goes, ew, now. Ew. Like, ew. They're basically related and he wouldn't do that. He's not that kind of dirty. Like, she knows him. Yeah. At least she doesn't think that he would. They would, the two of them together. Simon is like, either way, I don't care because come to find out, Isabel is cray. Let's be creaky deaky. I know that's me. Sorry. Robin, can you find it? It's right fucking there. Okay. So Simon says that he found out Isabel is cray. And I'm uh, just going to read from the book a little bit. Clary slit her eyes at him. Did she tell you to drink the blue cocktail? He shook his head. This was all me. I saw you go off with Jason Alec. And I don't know. You look so different from usual. You seemed so different. I couldn't help thinking you'd changed already. And this new world of yours would leave me out. I wanted to do something that would make me more part of it. So when the little green guy came by with a tray of drinks... Clary groaned. You're an idiot. Never claimed to be otherwise. So I guess, again, didn't remember reading that. A green guy came by. Must have been a fairy. Mm -hmm. Had to have been, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it could have been a warlock, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Okay, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Either a warlock or... It's just interesting. Some it was on fairy. a tray. Other people wanted this. I just can't get over the drink anyway. Right. They talk about his experience as Rat Simon. He's just suddenly ankle level with everyone and is disoriented. And he says that he can't really remember much from Magnus's to the parking lot. I don't. I don't believe. I don't him believe at all. him. Mm-hmm. I don't. The sun is setting now, which is crazy that they've been up this long. Oh yeah. I- it's I'm been tired since, just yeah. thinking about it. I Yeah, I'm exhausted. Yep, nope. Clary suggests finding a bite to eat, but Simon already fell asleep with his glasses still on his face. And a broken foot. And a broken anyway. foot. He's on morphine. <laughs> Must be. Must be. Made him sleepy. Clary is somehow still wide awake and decides to return to sketching, reaches for her sketch pad, and Jace knocks on the door to her room. He's clean and the bruises on her face, on his face, are already fading and they're almost gone. Jace asks if she's been sleeping, you know, because the jam jams and all. <laughs> Typically, J- typical Jace and Clary banter exchange happens, except this time Clary admits to herself that seeing him caused her jitter level to shoot up about a thousand percent. So <sighs> you cannot help. I think how you feel. Correct. So I do. I feel bad for Simon for being in the friend zone, but I don't think Clary can like, you can't force yourself to no. Yeah. Be attracted to someone or love someone or whatever. No. I just feel bad that he basically like, he didn't basically like he did. He poured his heart out to her slowly. I mean, you're like he said, he didn't Mm -hmm. say the magic words. But he's being very vulnerable, open with her. It's trying to maybe be more physical than he has before. And she's yep. being purposefully ignorant. Yep. And she's just like, oh, Jace. Yeah. Which, again, it's not her fault. No. I don't, yeah. 
I just feel bad for Simon. That's all. <sighs> After a hilarious smart ass remark to the question, why are you here? Clary decided she's just going to bunk up. I'm going back to bed. <laughs> Jace physically stops her from going into her room and tells her he's there because Hot reminded him that it's her birthday. It's your birthday. Do you think she also wants lemon cake? Probably. <laughs> I would think she wants something. So at this point, she's been in her room since not long after the sun rose, right? Mm-hmm. They got in this accident. She got fixed up immediately and then went to her room. So she's not eaten all day? I mean, a fat girl here wants to know. <laughs> no, no sustenance. Like she, she doesn't have snacks? Yeah. You got no snacks, girl? You've been in an accident. You were at a party the night before. Like, you'd think she'd be hungry right. and just feeling yeah. tired and just not eating makes me so much, I don't know. Yep. Exhausted. So much more mm-hmm. exhausted. Clary's day of birth isn't actually until the next day. And she just calls Jason his shit. You're avoiding Hodge, Alec, and Isabel, who are all equally pissed at you. Like, don't come over here pretending like y'all want to hang out. Jace pulls out a brown bag lunch and suggests a picnic. They head to the greenhouse. What adventures await in the greenhouse? We're getting close to the end of the book. We will be having a full episode recap of City of Bones and we want you guys to send us in your questions, discussion topics, weird situations you want us to talk ourselves out of go ahead and submit those to downworlderdish at gmail.com and hopefully we'll answer your questions also tag us on Instagram come on on our stuff, we want to know where you're from let us know where you're at Make sure that you read chapter 17 for our next episode, which is uh, The Midnight Flower. Ooh. <laughs> for behind the scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Downworld or Dish Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.